Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Darksiders Genesis. The games coming out this week are DCL The Game, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, Bayonetta and Vanquish, Bunny Parking, Lost Artifacts, Dragon, and Element. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have 13 to cover this week. And a lot of them are to credit Gamertag Radio, the podcast that celebrated its thousandth episode by having Phil Spencer on, so we got a lot of great quotes out of it. Go give it a listen. Number one, update, Project xCloud Limited iOS test flight preview begins today. Major Nelson on his blog wrote, Ever since we launched the Project xCloud preview last year, we've continued to feel requests for iOS support. I've seen your tweets. We've been testing an iOS client internally, and today we're taking the next step by making the Project xCloud preview available for iOS users through the test flight program. Update, as anticipated, we saw a lot of interest in the Project xCloud Limited iOS test flight preview today, and we've already hit the initial capacity. Thank you for your interest in the Project xCloud program. Unfortunately, I got the acceptance email like a lot of people I saw out there, but never got the additional email for the link to download the program. Very disappointing, but can't wait to see what everyone says about it. Number two, Microsoft and Samsung announced cloud-based game streaming partnership. Sean Carey at True Retrievements writes, During Samsung's Unpacked event, the Korean tech giant announced that it would be working alongside Microsoft on a cloud-based gaming streaming experience, which will likely have Samsung incorporating Project xCloud into its future devices. After announcing that Forza Street would be coming to Samsung Galaxy devices, David Park, Samsung's head of U.S. mobile marketing, said on stage, quote, This is just the beginning of our partnership with Xbox. Both Samsung and Xbox share a vision for bringing great gaming experiences to mobile players around the world. With our 5G-enabled portfolios and Microsoft's rich history in gaming, we are working closely together on a premium cloud-based game streaming experiences, end quote. Really cool to see Microsoft doing this as Samsung is huge for TVs, but more importantly with Android devices and their Samsung Galaxy phones. I'm one of those iPhone or die guys, but if Project xCloud runs great on a Galaxy device, I might have to make the switch. Number three, Xbox Series X, Phil Spencer says, tons of backwards compatible games working already. Alessandro Barbosa at GameSpot writes, It's no secret that Xbox boss Phil Spencer already has the Xbox Series X set up as his primary console at home, and in a new interview he shared exactly what he's using it for on a daily basis. The simple answer is testing. Spencer explained during an appearance on Gamertag Radio that having the Series X as a daily driver allows him to share his experience with the rest of the team at Microsoft, allowing them to tweak as they push towards production. The whole reason for highlighting that he had the hardware was to the work that has been done already. Quote, relative to the Xbox One, the first code name for that was Durango back in the original days, we are so far ahead in terms of when we have taken home consoles, and this thing being in the home, Spencer explained, that's why I tweeted it out, because the team has just done such incredible work to get us into a position where this far ahead of launch we're actually at home and I can actually use it as my primary console. It's obviously quite a bit faster than the Xbox One added Spencer when referring to the Xbox Series X's UI, and even sometimes when things run a little bit faster, there's some UI things that you need to be aware of and 
quote. Really cool to see that Microsoft appears to be ahead of schedule with the Xbox Series X, so here's to hoping for a nice smooth launch. Number 4. Halo Infinite The New Slip Space Engine Is Groundbreaking Raina Munib at SegmentNext.com writes, For the latest addition in the Halo franchise, developer 343 Industries has created a brand new engine from the ground up. The studio had nothing but praise for the new engine. The Slip Space Engine is allowing the studio to do things that were impossible regarding the development of Halo Infinite. The director of the Halo franchise, Frank O'Connor, stated in a video that the Slip Space Engine was created for next-generation game development while being easier to work with, Frank said. We had to create an engine that was more more powerful for next generation development, but also more nimble so the creatives and engineers are able to work more easily and iterate faster. He added, this technical groundwork is vital to build a platform for the future of Halo. The engineering director David Berger said that the new Slipspace engine allows the teams to do things that had previously seemed impossible. He said you have to make tools that allow you to make new features that allow you to make features that weren't thought about before. You've got to give the content creators room to ideate outside of that. Just as Call of Duty did with Modern Warfare on a new engine this past year, it's cool to see that Halo is also going to be starting off the next-gen console with a new engine for Halo. I really became a huge Halo fan over the past year. I'm so excited for Halo Infinite and this does boost confidence for the franchise going forward. Number 5. Xbox Boss Phil Spencer Clears Up Controversial VR Comments Xbox head Phil Spencer made waves in December with comments that seemed dismissive of VR, suggesting it was too niche and that customers simply aren't asking for it. In a new interview, he struck a softer tone, clarifying that his team simply isn't focused on VR right now. Quote, I probably overstated, end quote, Spencer said on the podcast Gamertag Radio. Quote, for the people who love VR and the experiences that are being built, no disrespect to any of the teams there. My main point was I wanted to be clear with our customers on where our focus was. If somebody was waiting for us to bring out a headset for Series X at launch, I was just trying to say we're not going to do that, end quote. It is disappointing that Microsoft has no current plans for VR as I do think it is really cool tech, but I totally get it with their focus being in the cloud and with Project X Cloud, bringing games to millions and millions of people over cell phones is obviously the clear, smart priority growing forward and right now. Number 6. Phil Spencer defends the lack of launch exclusives for Xbox Series X, quote, the player is at the center, end quote. This is by Kirk McKinnon at VG247.com. Xbox's Executive Vice President of Gaming, Phil Spencer, has opened up about Microsoft's plan going into the next generation of consoles with Xbox Series X. Forget what you know from previous generations because this one is playing out quite differently. Microsoft's Matt Booty recently spoke about exclusives, telling people not to expect any games that only launch on Xbox Series X for at least a year or two after the console's launch late 2020. The idea is that first-party titles such as Halo Infinite will launch on all Xbox models, but the Xbox Series X version will have the highest fidelity. In a recent interview with Gamertag Radio, Phil Spencer went into a bit more detail about how Microsoft came to this decision, saying Microsoft is quote, putting the player at the center and not putting the device at the center, end quote, of its vision for the future. I think this quote just highlights the vision at Microsoft and Xbox with giving players the, all the options in the world to play the games how they want when they want on the devices that they want. I think it's a great vision, I just hope it pays out for them in the end. Number 7. Disney wants more games that reimagine its stories and characters. Chris Priestman at IGN writes, Disney has put a call out for more game developers to make games that reimagine its famous stories and characters. This comes from Sean Shopta, Senior VP of Games and Interactive Experiences at Disney, who spoke in front of a crowd of game developers at DICE Summit 2020 in Las Vegas on February 12th. Quote, I'm here for one specific reason, to empower you to do really unique things with our catalog, end quote, Shopta said. Quote, we want to tap into the power of creatives across the industry, end quote. 
He specifically invited game developers to come and play with Disney franchises, calling for more games like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Marvel's Spider-Man, both of which told original stories in those universes and attracted plenty of praise. Shata also mentioned that Disney's acquisition of 20th Century Fox means that the likes of Aliens, Die Hard, The Simpsons, Avatar, Bob's Burgers, and many more are possible franchises for game developers to use. For now, Disney has mostly worked with only two game developers on a long term, those being EA and the many Star Wars games since Disney started publishing them in 2013, and Square Enix for the Kingdom Hearts series. I think this is awesome that Disney is reaching out as they did with Marvel Spider-Man and obviously in EA with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Give developers who want to make great stories in the worlds that Disney owns a chance to make amazing games. Let's see a Simpsons hit and run reboot and a cool X-Men game or just focus on Wolverine. Number 8, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Battle Royale Warzone menu possibly accessed via glitch. Eddie Mockock at GameSpot writes, A battle royale mode is all but surely coming to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, as the Season 2 opening cinematic strongly suggested it's on the way. Now more evidence for this has emerged. As Charlie Intel reports, multiple players have glitched into the menu for a new mode called Warzone, which is presumably the name of the battle royale mode. Images from the menu show options for weapons, operators, and barracks, while a page for drop kits that you can edit before matches has also popped up. Additionally, people have claimed to be able to see the new Battle Royale map by various and unconfirmed means. A video of the entire rumored map has also been posted online. I got strongly addicted for about a month to Call of Duty Blackout and that Battle Royale mode. I really enjoyed the Modern Warfare gameplay so much more, so I am scared for myself if and when this launches. Number 9. Square Enix's Outriders coming holiday 2020, PS5 and Xbox Series X versions confirmed. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, A brand new trailer for Square Enix's Outriders has revealed that it will be launching holiday 2020 for not just Xbox One, PS4, and PC, but also for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Outriders' newest trailer shows more of the 1-3 player drop-in drop-out co-op third-person shooter that takes place on the ruined world of Enoch. Glimpses of new characters, aliens, monsters, and weapons are shown alongside the words leave humanity behind. Developed by Bulletstorm and Gears of War Judgment's People Can Fly, the gameplay looks to mix both gunplay and magic and appears to feature a player's perspective similar to the Gears of War franchise. This game definitely gives off heavy Destiny vibes, so it'll be cool to see some more competition in the space and to see if they can bring something unique to the shared world online shooter. Number 10. 2K Silicon Valley is now officially named 31st Union and is working on a single new IP. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, 2K Silicon Valley was founded in February last year, and today 2K has announced the studio's official name, 31st Union. The studio is working on a single new IP and shared plans to expand internationally starting with a location in Spain. The studio is still headed by Michael Condry who left Sledgehammer Games in 2018 and took up his new role at 2K Silicon Valley last year. Now with more than a year 2K behind him, Condry shares his excitement about the newly named studio. Quote, 31st Union is off to an incredible start with a passionate and talented team, an intentioned culture that champions inclusivity and greater representation, and an ambitious and inspired new IP that we're extremely excited about. Our name and studio represent the spirit of California and its rich diversity of thought, art, music, innovation, and cultural representation that have defined the current global age of entertainment and technology here in Silicon Valley. In revealing our new identity and announcing the expansion of our operations, we are shifting into an exciting next phase of growth to include more voices and bring our vision of life around the globe." End quote. I really like what Michael Condry did with Call of Duty World War II, and this studio does have some roots to the Dead Space franchise. It'll be cool to see what they come up with, as new IP is always exciting. Number 11. Anthem getting major overhaul, Bioware confirms. Matt Kim at IGN writes, Bioware General Manager Casey Hudson announced in a new blog post that the developers at Bioware, 
we'll be redesigning Anthem that will reinvent the core gameplay loop. The effort is meant to be a larger overhaul Anthem instead of just a series of updates and expansions. In an official Bioware blog post, Hudson thanked readers for one year of Anthem, a game he says represented a big leap into new territory for us as a studio. Hudson acknowledged that since launch there have been critical feedback from fans saying Anthem needs a more satisfying loot experience, better long-term progression, and a more fulfilling endgame. Quote, over the coming months, we will be focusing on a longer-term redesign of the experience, specifically working to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards, while preserving the fun of flying and fighting in a vast science fantasy setting, end quote. I'll be really interested to see what they can do with Anthem as I actually enjoyed the game. There was no hook for me to keep playing, but I did like the core gameplay of it and the story and characters that they were building. It'll be cool to see what comes next. Number 12, Ubisoft reveals a surprise Division 2 expansion, Warlords of New York, that is designed to revive the game. Steven Tatillo Kotaku writes, The makers of The Division 2 have waited until nearly the last possible moment to give their frustrated player base a heap of potentially good news. After spending weeks failing to announce a release date for an expected small extension to the game, they're revealing today that the mini-expansion, a free two-mission excursion to Brooklyn's Coney Island, is but a prelude to much more content, which is all coming out less than three weeks later. Quote, it's true, it can create some frustration, end quote, the game's associative creative director Yannick Brocker said in a phone interview with Kotaku last week, quote, but we also know by experience that this is the kind of thing that, once we are at the end of the line and players know what this is all about, why it's been going that way, they will, you know, focus on the exciting and the positive, end quote. I just could not get behind the gameplay of The Division or The Division 2. Granted, I never really played The Division 2 past the beta for a few minutes. I did cash in on the $3 deal to get the game, so maybe I will finally give it a chance. Number 13, future Need for Speed titles will be developed by Criterion. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Future Need for Speed titles will once again be developed by the UK studio Criterion. Ghost Games, who has developed the previous four Need for Speed entries, will go back to being called EA Gothenburg while take on a supportive development role. EA told GameIndustry.biz, quote, with a strong history and passion for racing games and vision for what we can create, the Criterion team is going to take Need for Speed into the next generation, end quote. EA said that Ghost Games located in Gothenburg, Sweden, has helped bring some great Need for Speed experiences to our players, but has failed to attract the talent needed to run a AAA studio to Gothenburg. I haven't cared about Need for Speed since the Underground games, and it is disappointing because I loved the Criterion for the Burnout series on the original Xbox. It would be great to see them bring back the Burnout franchise, but it clearly seems it will not be that way. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this is the great leap in power from the Xbox One to the Xbox One. At the time of its creation, the original Xbox was a powerhouse of a machine. It had a processor that was much more powerful than anything that the competition had to offer, and it had a hard drive that was absent from other consoles. Additionally, it had a built-in Ethernet port that ensured it would be ready for the future of online gaming and for Xbox Live. It was truly a remarkable machine that, like the Dreamcast, doesn't get enough credit for what it had to offer. Though it was a truly groundbreaking system for the time, it is interesting to see how it stacks up with the current gen console. As it stands, it would take 128 original Xbox consoles to equal the same RAM capacity that is currently in the Xbox One. That is pretty incredible when you think about it. Credit to Andrew Smith at The Gamer for this fun fact, as it does blow your mind to see how far we've come with power, and it is exciting as we are on the precipice of a new power leap with the Xbox Series. X. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, even though we went quite long today. Your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I played a few games of Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Rocket League with my friends, but I haven't gotten started on anything major yet as I had finally finished Star Wars The Clone Wars series. My name is Brian Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.